Hope you all been peaceful in the Lord during the past week. Welcome back to Revelation Bible Study from Last Day's Ministry here at WGM Church. Before we continue with today's study, let us begin with the words from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in Him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder. The young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. This is Revelation number 22. Let us continue to study the timely message given through the book of Revelation. The Lord said to search the scriptures. The Bible contains God's will. It is all written in the Bible what the Father's will is. And when the Lord taught his disciples to pray, he told them to pray the Father's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Also not to enter into temptation and deliver us from evil. His kingdom and power and glory belong to the Father forever. There are over 200 some odd nations in the world, but there will be only one king when the Lord Jesus Christ comes as king to earth. This is the gospel, and we are waiting for the great God, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the blessed hope, according to Titus 2.13. And this is God's will. Whosoever accepts Jesus Christ and is born again of the Holy Spirit not only becomes a child of God, but also the church of God, which is the bride of Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul said, For I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. 2 Corinthians 11 verse 2 He said this was a great thing, a great blessing. That is why we are betrothed, betrothed to Jesus Christ. Those who have not been born again of the Holy Spirit cannot understand this. Those who are engaged have only one hope, the hope of meeting the Lord. The book of Revelation was written 2,000 years ago. From then on, the saints lived with the hope of meeting the Lord. It doesn't matter what year, what month or day the Lord comes. Because the Holy Spirit is an eternal spirit, 
the Lord is nigh unto the saints from 2,000 years ago and today. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Because the Holy Spirit is infinite and eternal, and those who have the Holy Spirit and are born again believe that the things that will happen a thousand years from now as they are now, they can live in peace and power in reality. The Spirit of God is a spirit that transcends time and space. Jesus said in Luke twenty-one thirty-two, Verily I say unto you, This generation shall not pass away till all be fulfilled. The generation mentioned in Luke 21 and Matthew 24 refers to a generation born in 1948 when Israel uh, sprouted. That is why many people alive today will enjoy the blessing of seeing the Lord return from heaven while we are still alive. However, Jesus said to the Pharisees of the old times, Ye can discern the face of the sky, but can ye not discern the signs of the times? Matthew 16, verse 3. Then he said, to, uh, he said this to his disciples, Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not the Son of Man cometh, who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season. Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you, that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and to eat and drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him, and in an hour that he is not aware of, and shall cut him asunder, and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Matthew twenty four forty four through 51 It is heresy to teach the book of Revelation. Why do you keep talking about the second coming? Now these are the type of people who beat their fellow servants. These are the same people who eat and drink with drunkards of the world. We live in such era where, in order to avoid getting beat down by those who dislike hearing about the Lord's second coming, many people have uh, interest only in how to get more blessing and live a good life here. And now, taught by teachers who tickle their ears. They have made compromises. Those who deservedly receive Jesus Christ and become the Lord's bride are the people who truly received abundant blessings. No matter how much pain the devil inflicts and sufferings that he may put through these people, you can overcome any difficulties if you have faith in waiting for the single-minded bridegroom, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ. That's why the Lord says, John 16.33, But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Therefore the coming of the Lord is revealed in the book of Revelation, and the new Jerusalem is shown, where we will live as newlyweds with the Lord. But who's to say that this shouldn't be taught in the churches? 
The devil doesn't want this to be taught, of course. So, please do not be fooled. We learned about the dragon, the devil's true identity through two episodes. We learned about the seven characters during the intro to chapter 12. The first of the seven characters we learned about was a woman, and she is Israel. The second is about the red dragon to this day. Um, the third is the man-child. Fourth, the archangel. The fifth, remnant of the Jews. The sixth, the beast rising from the sea. And the seventh, the beast rising from the earth, which is the false prophet. We will continue to study the seven characters down the line, but today we will study the second character, the red dragon, and the man-child as time permits. This is Revelation 12 verse 4. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it was born. We need to pay attention to the fact that the dragon is a celestial being. At least um, that he is currently in the heavens. As the star appears in Revelation chapter 1 verse 20, the star is an angel. The Bible speaks for itself. When these stars fall to the earth in Revelation 6.13, they are the angels, not the sun. The Bible clearly states that these stars are angels. As we see in Revelation 12, we see that fallen angels reappear and roam the earth as shown in Genesis 6, verses 1 through 6. Long ago in the days of Noah, the sons of God came down to this earth, saw the beauty of the daughters of men, married them, and gave birth to giants. They are also called a Nephilim. During the tribulation, fallen angels with the devil, the sons of God, will appear again on earth. These are the future visitors from outer space. Unimaginable things will be shown on that day. Revelation chapter 12, verse 7 through 9 clearly states they will appear on earth during the tribulation. In fact, Satan's one of most effective show during the time of tribulation will be to uh, descend from outer, outer space. There are numerous talks about aliens and extraterrestrials already. Vast number of UFO sightings and encounters with outer space life forms. But when the great dragon descends from the sky, it will descend, putting on a great display. Just as Jesus Christ rides down on a white horse, he too, the devil, will come down to earth in an incredibly effective method. The people will then welcome him and treat him like a god. As mentioned earlier, this is also the method by the Christ by which Christ returns in Revelation chapter 19. Satan always tempted Christ. In Luke 4, he said this, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down from hence, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. 
He misquoted the words like this at his first coming, found in uh, Luke chapter 4, verse 9 through 12. In this way, the devil tempts and tests Jesus Christ. These fallen angels will come down in human form, as in Genesis 6. They will be regarded as gods. In this regard, let us uh, turn to the book of Romans. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise, Say not in thine heart, who shall ascend into heaven? That is, to bring Christ down from above. Or, who shall descend into the deep? That is, to bring up Christ again from the dead. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is, the word of faith, which we preach. Romans 10, verse 6 through 8. Today's people disregard and despise God's word like this. However, God's judgment on them is allowing them to receive those fake visitors from outer space. The devil and his angels coming down from heaven. They'll come down in human form. The devil descending in human form would be the Antichrist. This will be enough about the true identity of the devil. And now we will go over the male child. If you want to know more about the identity of the devil, please refer to the words we looked at last week through Job, Psalms, and Isaiah. Words pertaining to the man-child begins from Revelation 12, verse 5. And she brought forth a man-child, who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up unto God and to his throne. We can say that this man-child is the Lord Jesus Christ for several reasons. First, he rules with a rod of iron, as we know that the Lord Jesus Christ will. Psalm 2 clearly shows how Jesus Christ will rule at his second coming. The Psalms also speak of the first coming, sufferings, second coming of Jesus Christ, the judgment, and his millennial kingdom. Therefore, Psalm 2, 6 says, Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. The Lord will come to Jerusalem as kings very soon. That is when... The words of 2 Samuel 7, verse 12 and 13 are fulfilled, where Christ will come as King of kings and Lord of lords to restore and establish the throne of his kingdom forever in Jerusalem as the descendant of David. Psalm 2, verse 7, I will declare the decree the Lord hath said unto me, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. This tells us how as the Son of Man, Jesus Christ, being born in the flesh and through the Holy Spirit. Psalm 2.8 Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance, and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. The Lord will take over the whole world. Psalm 2, verse 9 through 12 Thou shalt break them with the rod of iron, thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Be wise now, therefore, O ye kings, be instructed, ye judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear, and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, lest he be angry, and ye perish from the way, when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all, that, uh, blessed are all they that put their trust in him. 
The Lord will destroy all the kingdoms of the world and everyone who have not bowed their knees. When the armies of all nations rise up against the Lord, he will kill them all in one day at the battle of Armageddon. The Bible says their flesh will be eaten by eagles and birds on that day, reaching the height of horse's bridle, 1,600 furlongs, uh, or 200 miles of their blood will flow that day. Jesus rules within rod of iron. He came to die at his first coming, as he did so without power. In order to remove all the sins of the world, he had to die powerlessly. However, he clearly hinted that this kingdom is not now, dying powerless, but will be, as he will rule with the rod of iron. Therefore, we know that this person is Jesus Christ through the words of the Psalms, saying he rules with the rod of iron. As we have already studied, the woman is Israel. The sun, moon, and twelve stars, this is Israel. The sun is Jacob. Moon is Rachel, and the twelve stars are the twelve tribes of Israel. We can see that the woman Israel gave birth to Jesus Christ symbolically here, just as Jesus Christ has taken up to heaven, was taken up to heaven in the presence of about five hundred people in Acts chapter one. It is described here as well, where the child was caught up unto God and to his throne. We believe that this man child is Jesus Christ. The Bible also suggests that this man-child might be the one who would later be sent to save Israel. But since this is not evident in the Bible, we only need to know that this man-child is Jesus Christ. There is no need to forcefully interpret the Bible except for what is revealed to us in the Bible. Let us look at Revelation 12, verse 6. And the woman fled into the wilderness, where she hath a place prepared of God, that they should feed her uh, there a thousand two hundred and three score days, one thousand two hundred sixty. After this child is taken up, Israel runs away into the wilderness and is supported by God. This did not happen in Acts chapter 1 where Christ was raptured. The Israelites did not run away into the wilderness. Then we know that the child is not the Lord Jesus Christ at the first coming but the literal man-child sent during the tribulation. Because this happened during the tribulation. For reference here, let's look up scripture um, passage. We have to find the answer through the Bible verses. Genesis seventeen twelve says this, And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you, every man-child in your generations. Then in 1 Samuel 1, 11, but will give unto thine handmaid a man-child. We see Hannah's prayer of offering up a man-child. Job 3 verse 3 says, Let the day perish wherein I was born, and the night in which it was said, There is a man-child conceived. Here we see Job praying in his agony. And finally in Isaiah 66 verse 7, Before she travailed, she brought forth before her pain came, she was delivered of a man-child. And so Isaiah 66 tells us Israel birthing a man-child. Such mysterious words indeed. 
Obviously, the man-child is Jesus Christ, and Israel gives birth to a man-child during the tribulation. In Isaiah 66, we see something clearly happening in the time of tribulation, and a man-child may be a reference to a remnant of Israel or an individual living in the time of tribulation. It is clearly Jesus Christ, but it is possible that some supernatural man-child is born in connection with Jesus Christ. That's all we need to know. Scripture interprets Scripture. The book of Revelation has a lot in common with the book of Isaiah. Isaiah has 66 chapters. Chapters 1 through 39 are the 39 books of the Old Testament, and the chapters 40 through 66 are the 27 books of the New Testament. The book of Isaiah is like a condensed version of the Bible. Isaiah 66 is the last chapter, and we can see that this is in line with the words of Revelation. That's why in Isaiah chapter 40, you will find a message of grace to comfort Israel. The first 39 chapters contain the message of judgment in the Old Testament. You can see how mysterious the Bible is just by looking at this, and that the Bible written by the Holy Spirit connects everything. So this woman was identified as Israel. Israel will return to the wilderness as it did when it made its exodus from Egypt. They passed through the wilderness when Moses led them out of Egypt. Likewise, they will escape the reign of Antichrist during the tribulation and return to the wilderness. Related words are found in Hosea chapter 2, verse 14 through 19. Let's move on to Revelation 12, 13. And when the dragon saw that he was cast onto the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child. It says here that the dragon will persecute Israel. During the tribulation, Satan will personally uh, persecute Israel again. The per persecution through Hitler during World War II was just a shadow. Just as they were persecuted through Babylon, uh, Kingdom of Medes, Persia, Egypt, Greece, and Rome, they will be again persecuted when the Antichrist appears. Therefore, the seven heads of the dragon are the kingdoms that persecuted Israel in the past. The Bible says that there will be final unprecedented persecution when the dragon appears for the last time. Just two groups of women are figuratively spoken of in the Bible. There is no doubt about the woman who appears in Revelation chapters 17 and 18. She sits on seven mountains. The color of her clothes is purple and scarlet. She carries a, gold, a golden cup. She reigns over the kings of the earth and kills the witnesses of Jesus Christ. Needless to say, this woman is Satan's bride. This is the Roman Catholic Church. The Catholic Church killed 60 million Jews and Christians in the Dark Ages. And in fact, church history is trail of blood. However, this church history was covered up and all the works of the Roman Catholic Church were hidden. But in reality, collectively many, small number of Christians went underground and worshipped after the Council of Nicaea. From there, they preached the gospel. The Roman Catholic Church 
killed countless Christians during that era. For that reason, we need to correct this church history. For those who are interested, further details can be found in the Book of Martyrs by John Fox. This book was once used as a textbook in American public schools a long time ago, but it was abolished by the Roman Catholic Church. Satan has covered everything what he has done. Therefore, tribulation refers to Israel's final persecution. We will see more of this woman in chapter 17 and chapter 18 Bible study. The woman in Revelation 12 is persecuted by Satan and driven into the wilderness, supported by God. While God protects her, her descendants must keep the Ten Commandments of the Old Testament and believe in Jesus Christ. Revelation 12:14 And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness into her place, where she is nourished for a time, and times, and a half a time, from the face of the serpent. This is the latter three and a half years of tribulation, the second half. We see here this woman was given two wings of a great eagle. Undoubtedly, she flew in a jet. Verse 15, And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as the flood after the woman, that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. This speaks of an actual flood that will happen in the land of Palestine. It is also described in Daniel chapter 9, Job 40 verse 23, and Jeremiah 12:5. Please look into it. And the Lord said in Matthew 24 about receiving eagle's wings. Pray that the flight might not be uh, on the Sabbath or winter. Run to the mountains. Woe to those who are pregnant and those who are nursing. King James Bible has recorded this running away uh, as flight. So in conjunction with wings of an eagle in Revelation, they will fly right out of there. Even today, on wings of eagles, program assists needy Jews in immigrating to Israel as they come from all over the world, Russia, Argentina, India, Muslim countries, and elsewhere, to escape anti-Semitism and extreme poverty and to realize the dream of living in their biblical homeland. And I have seen their ad broadcast on Channel 40 asking for donations for them. That's why these such things are happening, and there will be great tribulation during the time of Jacob's trouble. But if God doesn't protect them, they will all die. Just as the Jewish people were nearly wiped out during the World War II, but they survived, and now the global Jewish population has grown to 20 plus million. The remnant who were protected by God during the tribulation will again enter the millennium for they will be as many as the sand of the sea. The Israelites were as numerous as the sand of the sea during Solomon's reign. The Bible is prophetically showing us that the people of Israel will be like that again when Jesus Christ comes. There were survivors also in Noah's time. Israel was not drowned in the Red Sea during their journey in Exodus 15 and 16 with Moses. Just as there was miraculous salvation 
There will be another miraculous intervention just as they are about to go down again in the flood. Israel survived the events of the Red Sea, and Pharaoh's Egyptian army all perished instead. A miracle like that will happen again. Just like the dragon, Pharaoh, the Antichrist, will come back. And just like Moses and Aaron, Moses and Elijah will come back, Israel will return to the land of Palestine and take it all back. The promise was made to Abraham in Genesis 15:18, and the same day the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, Unto thy seed have I given this land, from the river of Egypt unto the great river, the river Euphrates. Modern-day Palestine will be the land of Israel. There is no hope if you do not know the word of God. You must know everything that will happen in the future. When you know what will happen to Israel, all the things that will happen to Christians in the future are included right there as Israel holds all the timetables. Since everything moves according to the Israel's timetable, we cannot have hope if we do not know the prophecies of Israel in the Bible. But nowadays, many Christians are preoccupied with realistic physical blessings, going around to get healed, and sending their children to Ivy League universities. Am I really ready when the Lord comes in the future? Are you ready? You have to be born again by the Holy Spirit. Only when you truly accept Jesus Christ into your heart, have all your sins forgiven, and be born again of the Holy Spirit, only then you are ready. If there are people still out there who have not accepted Jesus Christ, just like the word of promise, that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that today, at this very hour, will be the time of grace for salvation. Amen.